Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, I want to start with this. David letting us know that John Kirby got it right. I know. The, uh, yet again, this is, I know, what, the fourth or fifth time in the last couple of weeks. Um, these words are, are really clinging to my teeth in an effort to not be said aloud. But John Kirby actually... Got it right. Mm. Once. That's a White House spokesman. Uh, A reporter from a Brazilian news outlet asked him about the president acknowledging that with the war between uh, Hamas and Israel that there will be civilian casualties in Gaza. It's the nature of war. It's ugly. Nobody's cheering for it. But that is what will happen and has happened as a result of Hamas's terrorist attacks on October 7th. Yes. That's the sad reality. So John Kirby gets it right. Don't you think this is insensitive? There being very harsh criticism about it. For example, the Council of American Islamic Relations said it was deeply disturbed and called on the president to apologize. Would the president apologize and no. does he regret saying something no. like that? About what's harsh, what's it? harsh? is the way Hamas is using people as human shields. What's harsh is taking a couple of hundred hostages and leaving families in, uh, anxious, waiting and worrying to figure out uh, where their loved ones are. What's harsh is dropping in on a music festival and slaughtering a bunch of young people just trying to enjoy an afternoon. I could go on and on. That's what's harsh. That is what's harsh. And being honest about the fact that there have been civilian casualties and that there likely will be more is being honest because that's what war is. It's brutal, it's ugly, it's messy. I've said that before. It would be helpful if Hamas would let them leave. Damn. Who was that guy? <laughs> I know. That but that's how low the bar is. To just is. say something that's painfully obvious is like, okay, add a boy, pat him on the back. Well, the fact that you brought it to the show, honestly. It's like, okay, that's nice of you, David, to say here's where he gets this right. Right. Because we've dogged on that guy plenty enough. Yes. No doubt about that. I mean, I don't have to play the other clip asking about, uh, well, some other story that doesn't get a whole lot of attention, at least uh, in our opinion. Pentagon official uh, Ariane Tabatabai, I believe I'm saying her last name correctly, Um, she was alleged to be involved in an Iranian government influence operation. There was Uh some um, discussion about whether she should keep her security clearance. She did. But she's now the chief of staff for the office that's overseeing uh, hostage negotiations. Is it appropriate for someone with these connections to the Iranian regime to be overseeing rescue operations for Americans that are being held by Iran-backed proxies. I'd have to refer you to the Defense Department to speak to that, Jackie. (laughs) I'd have to talk to the Defense Department. I don't want to handle that one. She's our Iranian ringer. All right, right. listen. Well, it's either Homeland Security or it's the Defense Department. Man, oh, man. You refer your questions to. Sometimes you find out, wait, wait, what is 
what? The person has done this in the past and they're in this position now? Sure. It's just crazy. Uh, something else that you brought up, David, Biden's approval among Democrats. In some ways, this is scary. In other ways, it's disgusting. Yeah. New Gallup poll uh, looks at the president's uh, approval rating among Democrats in particular. In the last month, it's dropped 11 percentage points. And a lot of that is being tied to uh, his support of Israel, because obviously that's been the biggest change in the last month in terms of what we're watching the president doing. Nobody's talking about, you know, junk fees or whatever. Nobody's complaining about any of that stuff. But an 11 percentage point drop in a month after Israel declared war on Hamas in the aftermath of these terrorist attacks. It is stunning. It's not really all that surprising, I guess, when you think about uh, uh, all of the pro-Hamas protests that have happened all over the country. So I suppose there is a significant portion of that base that really doesn't like that Joe Biden uh, wants to support Israel. It is just another example of how we've misread so many things and the reason so many people are surprised at the anti-Semitism that we're seeing across the country. I guess you could put part of that into demographics because as we talked about earlier this week, especially 18 to 24 or even 18 to 34, there is a lot more support for, you know, the Palestinians than people would have imagined after the brutality and the savage attacks from Hamas. You would think most people would be behind Israel to defend themselves after that, but that hasn't been the case. You are supporting terrorism. That's the Openly crazy part. supporting terrorism. And I want to say it also illustrates how uneducated so many people are on that whole, call it a dispute, war that's gone on, you know, for nearly 100 years. But it's... Also, the point that so many people have just been indoctrinated into believing something that's not true about what's happened, even since 19, say, 67 I think you've in that said, region. You've said it to me many times during this. What is Israel supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? Let it happen? Yeah, for someone on the left, I don't know what that answer I, I is. I don't know what it is either, but you brought it up the other day, and I'm like, you know, I ponder this thing, and I say, yeah, what are they supposed to do? What do you want them to do? Over the years, when you look at the history of it, yeah. they've offered peace. parts. You know, when they first were offered land, it wasn't very much. They were hoping for more, and they said, okay, we'll take what you're giving us. Some of that was purchased. It wasn't just taken, as it's been taught in schools. In the end, there are people that believe something that did not happen. That's the best way I could put it. You had terrorists that parachuted into your country. But it was justified, Scott. And that's their that's point. That's what they believe, yeah. Decapitated people, murdered them. They were driven to it. That's what they believe. I don't know how you reason with that. Uh, well, you don't. It's, it's pretty crazy. All right. So switching gears somewhere else. We've talked about our southern border. 2023 the worst year yet we've also talked about children unaccompanied 
what happens to them. Mm-hmm. And there was a hearing about this, David. Yeah, Robert, uh, Robin Dunn Marcos is the director of the Office of Refugee Resettlement, meaning she's one of the people in charge of moving people from the border to somewhere else in the country. Part of that portfolio involves keeping track of minors who show up alone at the southern border. Senator Josh Hawley grilled her about all the unaccompanied minors who've been released into the country, which total nearly half a million at this point. Uh, And the feds have no idea where at least 85,000 of them are. Nobody's talking about this. This is unbelievable that it's happening in this country. Yeah, and and they really don't have regular contact with about two-thirds of the minors. And so we've seen the reporting. You've got kids who are working... Uh, for lower wages and factories and restaurants all across the country because they're quote-unquote sponsors that that they have been released to by the federal government. In some cases, they don't even live with the sponsor. In some cases, they don't get paid anything. Yeah. Uh, and part of this is because HHS, the Health and Human Services, which is like the, the umbrella organization that sees it, oversees it, I should say, uh, they don't really do a whole lot of vetting of the sponsors the kids get released to. It's crazy. Listen to this. Do you require background checks on all adults in the household? We're waiting. In cases where the child is being released to their parents, we do not require um, background checks. But, Senator, I do, would Do really you require like background that. checks on all adults in the household in any case? Yes, in some cases we do. At what percentage of cases do you do background checks on the adults in the household? I, I don't have that number. Yeah. Do you do home visits in all cases? You can actually see where these children are, are being released, who you, whose care you're putting them in? We do not do home visits in all cases. Senator, I'd really like the opportunity to talk about what we are doing. To you, I know what you're doing, and it's, it's incredibly and totally inadequate. You listen to that whole Q&A. It's unreal. That it's loud. I mean, <laughs> in some ways, you could say that's child slavery, and no, it's happening right in this country. Yeah, n- not in some ways. In many ways, it's it's a massive human trafficking organization that has happened, and the federal government is so overwhelmed. Frankly, they don't have time to run down every single sponsor, and that's again the the well, other. Well, some of those kids are sex trafficked, man. Yeah, and that's that's the other tragedy of the entire situation is that you know one one tragedy begets another over and over and over again but we live in a time where a christian stars in a movie and wants to talk about man there's trafficking going on in this country oh no it's not you people always starting this not even happening here yes it is it absolutely is okay it's friday Somebody wants something on a lighter note? Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, for, for a lot of people, it's Halloween weekend. Yes. And then he, you know, talking about different music, you know, along with Halloween, Thriller from Michael Jackson. Sure. Comes up a lot. Yep. You know that person that says, I'm going to destroy all these songs and do blue, uh, bluegrass versions of songs? Yeah. Who wants to hear bluegrass Thriller? Sure, oh, I do. Yeah. Anybody? Thrillers ever sounded, as far as I'm concerned. It really is, man. I like that. 
You can yeah. think of that when you look at your Michael Jackson wall art, Scott. Well, it, it's for the bad album, not Thriller. Oh, too bad. So don't ruin Thriller, thriller for me, okay? <laughs> okay. No. Oh, David's got some Jake Tapper audio you got to hear oh, next. Yeah. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend the hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The cost of everything is crazy right now, and the shopping season is only adding more pressure. Especially if you're one of the millions of Americans who've already had to put things like groceries on credit and the bills just keep piling up. Now's the time to pay off that debt and get your finances under control before the holiday season. If you're a homeowner, American Financing can help you access the equity in your home for instant savings. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of $700 a month. And if you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments, giving you some extra holiday funds. It costs absolutely nothing to find out how much you can save. The holidays are going to be here before you know it, so call their salary-based mortgage consultants today. American Financing, call 866-890-7811. That's 866-890-7811. 866-890-7811. Or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Hey, this manhunt is still going on in Maine. Yeah, this is for Robert Card. This is the uh, U.S. Army Reservist who shot and killed 18 people in Lewiston, Maine. Uh, There are hundreds of law enforcement personnel uh, searching the area, including now dive teams in in a river, uh, potentially looking for a body. Uh, they say his boat is unaccounted for, though. So, again, they have no idea. The the guy was evidently, or is, as far as we know, he's still alive, um, is an experienced outdoorsman. I mean, and he, apparently the family owns several properties uh, throughout the region, so they have no idea where he is, but they're, they've got hundreds of people, including the Border Patrol, now on it, one of the elite tactical units. Uh, that is on it looking for him now yeah former fbi talking about this thing they don't they don't know if he is possibly somewhere completely different that he decoyed stuff you just have no idea yeah these survivalists too man they can last a long time no doubt now jake tapper was talking about this what do you say well he's in uh or was in tel aviv and he did his theater kid thing when transitioning to talk about the mass shooting in maine Okay, theater kid thing. All right, roll it. I said it before, only in the United States would, a, would an anchor standing in a war zone have to go back 
to the United States for the breaking news because there's something more violent happening there. More violent? All right, knock it off. Just stop. It's pathetic, man. Yeah, it is. Stating the obvious, it was horrible what happened in Maine. When you're talking about the war zone and what happened in Israel a couple of weeks ago, um, <laughs> you're going to say that's worse? Really? You're going to compare them mm-hmm. in some sort of way? I guess that's what we've come to expect from the likes of Jake Tapper. Golly, man. I just leave it at that. It's Friday. I want to say something too stupid today. Made it through the whole week. <laughs> Guy's a hack. Well, yeah, well, I was yeah. just say if you're going to go out, go out guns blazing, man. Jeez, man. No, he's hacky. Can't imagine why no one watches that network anymore. And they, <laughs> You ever notice if you're watching a football game and they'll promote their new primetime lineup? It's like hacks replaced with hacks. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Man, this story's pretty wild. I don't know if you heard about this house in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Oh, in Haddonfield, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. What well, was the site of a vehicle arson last weekend? A ring camera catches this masked man walking up to the car in the driveway, pours gas all over it, lights it on fire, and then runs. Car goes up in flames, and then there's an explosion. And that car, as the story goes, was a melted mess the next day. Thankfully, no one hurt. Fire didn't spread. Here's the thing. Police don't think the homeowners were the target. They think the house was. I don't David's like, what? The house? That's because this is the third time in six years that a car was set on fire on that property. Each time there was a different homeowner living there. The people who live there now just moved there last year. It's like a movie, isn't it? That mayhem guy? Not, right. no, I don't think it's the mayhem guy. Okay. There are no known suspects. Local news says police have some theories about why it's happening, but they're not going to elaborate because it's an ongoing investigation. Oh, man, I want to know those theories. I, do I know. Well, it, this was a cop talking about the situation. Since 2017, uh, we've received or investigated multiple instances of arson at that particular residence. It's not spreading anywhere else. It's just isolated to that one property. So, uh, you know, for the other people in the area, keep keep your eyes open. You know, call us if you see anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the arson house then. Huh. Well, and then one of the cops said, you know, if you're looking to buy a particular house... You can always go to the local police department and ask if there have been any incidents at the home you're looking to buy. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, but I would have never thought to have done that any place I've ever lived. I didn't I, know they could tell you that without fear of lawsuits or something. Well, you can see if they've been dispatched somewhere. I did that with my current house because it it seemed to me when I was buying it, it was undervalued. And right. I was like, okay, what? who died in there? Who was murdered right. brutally in there, and right. yeah. they? But no, it, it turns out it was just a rental, and I've well found some things that have justified the lower cost in the last couple of years. Like what? Well, mostly dead bodies. Um, okay. No, I'm Very kidding. No, wall. it's just you know things that were slapped together. Oh, Dog staring at the wall, just barking. Yeah. This yeah. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay. Biggest story today, David. Uh, Biggest story of the day. There are a couple. There's the massive manhunt going on in Maine right now. 
explosions heard now uh, in Israel at the Israel-Gaza border as the uh, military is getting ready for the ground invasion, a uh, series of massive airstrikes uh, near the Gaza border that have been launched. Okay. That's going on. Well, we had a message for Iran, at least in Syria. Targets there. You get that going on. You're wondering if this whole thing's going to boil over here. Like multiple countries. You're hoping not, but Real certainly fear. Yep. keeping an eye on that. And a message from a major Jewish group you'll want to hear straight ahead. Rob and Joe, thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, Jen Axer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. You look confused, David. I'm not going to do this story until I understand the confusion. Uh, all right. Well, um, John Fetterman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Say no more. Uh, Pennsylvania Senator. Uh, was reacting to a story published by Fox News. And I think I've decoded this, but it, it has confused a lot of people. So the Fox News story is that uh, is about Gavin Newsom, who made a trip to China. And mm-hmm. uh, the headline from Fox News is, Newsom's China trip reignites rumblings of a shadow campaign as crises multiply on Biden's watch. John Fetterman, or whoever tweets for John Fetterman, I I actually believe he might have written this one. Um, Governor Newsom hoping to replace Biden? Absurd. Consider the source. I'm confident there's a perfectly good explanation for the banana peels line item from his last campaign finance report. Hmm. I think it's supposed to be a joke that Gavin Newsom has bought a lot of banana peels to make Joe Biden slip and fall okay hmm. but a lot of people are like what are you talking about there senator you gotta Cucumber? explain it it's usually not funny no yeah okay john watch snl have a bit this week where they're throwing banana peels down the guy who plays biden of course tip at the top two john fetterman's comedy <laughs> touch <laughs> i saw this story and i thought Well, David has let Scott know many times you've probably heard it that Major League Baseball hates him, even though you're a huge baseball fan. Yeah, and I've heard it from everybody. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Um, One thing I'm known for, Major League Baseball hates me. (laughs) Outside of that, you got nothing. Okay, go ahead. Well, I mean, I think it goes without saying you've never had to tell me, David, that the NBA hates me. No. Um, Because you already know it. I knew it, and probably why my viewing went down over the years. But anyway... uh, (laughs) I don't know if you heard this story. The Coalition for Jewish Values group has called on Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, I think hockey too, to end their support for BLM. Well, yeah, they should. And you know why? No. I'll just just play you the ad that they put together. See what you think. When BLM was founded, they didn't hide their anti-Semitism. If we don't step up... Uh, boldly and courageously to end the the imperialist project that's called Israel, um, we're doomed. Despite this, professional sports teams ignored their bigotry and elevated BLM, providing millions of dollars in publicity, including teams in cities with vibrant Jewish communities, Chicago, Dallas, New York, Miami, Boston. Now their grassroots organization and Chicago chapter praised the massacre of Jews in Israel. 
the murder and burning of Jewish children, the rape of Jewish women, and the slaughter of 1,300 Jews in Israel. They have called for the end of the only Jewish country in the world. Will the NBA, MLB, and NFL stop supporting and promoting a movement that advocates the murder of Jews? Ooh, yeah. pretty harsh. Well, at this point now, when you see the phrase, it takes all of us on the field of an NFL team, Yep. now we know it's it takes all of us, dot, 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 to kill the Jews. Because that's what apparently the NFL believes now. All about the BLM. Yeah. It's interesting because I read a piece today that Coca-Cola took the BLM thing off their website now. Yeah. <sighs> they had contributed like a pile of money. Yeah. And now they're done with the whole thing. I mean, how much more evidence do you need about BLM? But where the money went? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I mean, this isn't like a secret. I mean, it's out there in the public. If you're still like a Fortune 500 company giving your money to BLM, what are you doing? Well, and 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 yeah, I mean, there there are multiple states that told them to cease fundraising oper- or uh, uh, fundraising activities because they weren't abiding by state tax codes, inclu- including the state of Washington. Uh, I think maybe Oregon was part of it. I know California was. Yeah, it's a scam. And then if the outright bigotry. Uh, you know, doesn't convince you to finally stop supporting them. I, I don't know what will. Well, and sometimes you just ask the question, you know, because it, I don't know if you've run into this, just having conversations with people, and if BLM comes up and you're talking about where all the money went, a lot of people don't even know that. Mm-hmm. It's probably because legacy media really didn't report on it, all of the fraud. And... It's just interesting to me if you ask the question, okay, as far as BLM, how have they improved black lives, say, in the last five years? It's crickets, man. Yep. They haven't. What were they supposed to do? Uh, that's a good question. Everybody just thought, uh, it was, man. It was Jerry Maguire. Hello, black people. Okay, I'll give the money, whatever. Uh, I don't know how you're going to use the money, but it seems like a good cause. Yep. You don't care as long as you can tell people you gave to it. I support it. That's you know, all that I'm mattered. not one of the bad people. I support it. That's all that mattered. Yep. Doesn't matter how it's used. Unreal. All right, I know. we got to move on. It's time. Do this every day about this time. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. David, today, what's your story? Uh, this is actually a flashback now. Uh, talking about the border crisis and the migrant crisis that in places like New York City... Well, they're jumping up and down saying we got no more room. Boston is like, hey, look, we, we're not ending right to shelter, but we're ending right to shelter. Chicago, mm-hmm. you got a lot of people really nervous about this. Uh, so uh, the online Twitter account Maze likes to put together video montages and whatnot. Very good at what he does. Uh, put this out. It's an interview on MSNBC from 2019 where Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was lamenting that New York City would be in chaos if too many immigrants left. Really? And, and of course, when we're talking immigrants, what we're actually talking about illegal immigrants, but yes. they you know, like, to, like to combine the two. Uh, here is uh, uh, AOC on Rachel Maddow 2019. As a result, when the president first assumed office with his with his uh, 
racist and violent rhetoric, uh, people started to send themselves home. And as we know, in restaurants, hospitality, every American eats, if you can, if you're, if you're, if you're lucky enough, we're able to eat three times a day. And that means that we interact with the people who prepare our food three times a day. When those people start to go home, local, or rather go back to the countries which they originated from, there because many of them consider the United States their home. Uh, uh. Those places, they go into dysfunction. I remember one of our, our lead cooks brought himself back to Mexico because he was so scared of the president's rhetoric. We had an insane amount of dysfunction. We're talking about local restaurants. We're talking about local businesses. We're talking about uh, shuttering neighborhoods. What? And we're talking about people feeling unsafe. All right, so there's a dude from Mexico in New York as a cook, and he heard the Trumpster says, we're going to build the wall. And he got so freaked out that he hightailed it back to Mexico. And when that happened, the entire restaurant in disarray. Not only the restaurant, she said entire neighborhoods shuttered. Entire neighborhoods of New York City. They could not function. What was it, a bunch of... Rich liberals saying, hey, where's the people to give me my food? Right. Where they're gone. This is the biggest amount of nonsense I've ever heard. It's hilarious. It's like to go three hours without using the word unsafe. This is one of her favorite go-tos. All the time. Everything's unsafe. You have three interactions a day with yeah. these people that serve you. Right. Who does? What yeah, human right. being that's not on the road in a band has interactions with servers three times a day? The regular Jamoke? Absolutely not. Yeah. Holy smokes, man. All right. What's your story, uh, Scott Robbins? Well, mine comes from Yahoo News about a person transitioning, has made the full transition from a man to a woman, and uh, was in a fantasy football league, and wrote this that showed up in Yahoo News. She said, I finally saw my friends for the first time since my surgery as I began embracing a bubblier personality, budding breasts, and tighter clothes. The comments and jokes took a different angle, though. Instead of just talking about things such as gaming, music, sports, they made observations about my body and how it was changing. Heck, they even made jokes like, hey, let me see your boobs. In a subtle but noticeable way, I could see them looking at me differently, scanning my body with their eyes in a way that I'd never experienced before. That's because you were a guy! (laughs) Men who knew pre-transition were even making passes at me. They were no. talking about how hot I was and how men would be interested in me. I uh, felt like a piece of meat. I felt gross, <laughs> but also more like a woman in some twisted way. Now, I saw the photo. Yeah, I saw the You photo saw the too. photo. Yeah. The only thing I can say is this is the first fantasy football league with blind gay guys in it because <laughs> there is no way, no way anyone thinks that's hot. No, I mean, uh, there's not enough vodka in Russia. There is not. <laughs> here's, 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 what pro- here's what probably happened. Somebody got two pitchers in and said, yeah, I think you kind of maybe don't look like a total train wreck. And this person was like, oh, stop. You're, you're treating me like a piece of meat. Because that person <laughs> looks like a train wreck, man. Exactly. It's a dude. <laughs> okay. You know, you're hot. Can I see your boobs? <laughs> I had so many thoughts, but the not enough vodka in Russia that I was done. Yeah, well, there's not. Well played. Gosh dang. Uh, for my story, for what's your story, it's not vodka. This is about weed, about cannabis.
This is out of the Wall Street Journal. Turns out uh, the cannabis that people are using for anxiety, yep, probably making it worse. Fantastic. It says anxious consumers are looking for help, and pot companies have promoted their products as an answer. You go, yeah, you've heard that a lot. So as they're talking about in this story, um, people thought, man, this is going to be a lucrative market. You want to get in on the ground floor of this. Mm-hmm. Heard that a lot. Um, and part of that is this belief that pot can make us less anxious. Yet there's a little independent scientific evidence that shows it's an effective treatment for anxiety problems. And then there are some studies that found it can worsen symptoms. So they do this survey and they find that two-thirds of people said they would prefer to use cannabis rather than pharmaceuticals to treat a medical issue. I understand that. Sure. I think a lot of people... Who wouldn't want to? Um, but they talked to this psychiatrist in D.C. that said, I have patients who use it every day. They say it really helps. Mm-hmm. said, my message is that if it were really working for you, why are you here with me? <laughs> You're still here for your anxiety. Right. Is it really working? Hmm. Uh, so anyway, they said they talked about what the anxiety was like before cannabis. Said they usually report it's either unchanged or sometimes it well, could be worse. Here's the other part of the story that I thought was interesting. The revenue for legal weed was expected to reach $30 billion. Holy smokes. A year by now. Wow. Okay. That was according to estimates from Harvard's economist, Jeffrey Myron. It's only half that figure. Oh, okay. All these people that were investing, it hasn't turned out as they thought. Are you surprised by that? No, because it's probably too expensive. You can buy it from the local dealer for half the price. Yeah, that's really that's what That happened. was predicted yeah. when they were legalizing sure. it in a lot of different places. I remember they were still talking about people saying Pennsylvania were getting weed from California because it was cheaper and better yeah. illegally than legal. Well, in the legal stuff, there may depending on the state you're in, it may have yes. a, a cap on the level of THC that's allowed in it and all of that. So you can get stronger and cheaper weed uh, on the black market. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a lot of these places, they also... Uh, basically might give you a ticket if you have weed illegally. So there's no downside to dealing drugs anymore in a lot of these same states that have legalized weed. Yeah, it's wild. So if we were to make the comparison, you said not enough vodka in Russia, would it be not enough weed in Oregon? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I guess. Okay, all right. Need more. Checking. Okay, much to get to. Um, A dude living in his RV after a proposed crackdown... Had an incredible line that you need to hear and a news update straight ahead. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. 
I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the 1 million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hey, have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Robin Joe, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Right, what's his story, David? Dude living in his RV? Yeah, uh, Los Angeles has a huge problem with homelessness, obviously, and with people living in RVs and in vans parked illegally on a bunch of streets. So now, finally, city and county officials are trying to crack down on this. And this is uh, one of the members of the Los Angeles City Council, uh, Tracy Park, speaking to Reuters about, well, what she wants to do. Okay. Scale of the problem is just immense. All of our major corridors are choked with RVs and vans that have been parked in many cases for months or years. The new ordinance would require the sale or lease of an RV uh, here in the city of Los Angeles to comply with all other state and federal laws, including that the operator have a valid driver's license, that it meet basic operability standards, as well as things like fire and environmental standards. Okay. So you, if you want an RV, you got to have a driver's license, and the RV can't burst into flames. Seems pretty reasonable, right? Well, Reuters talked to a dude living out of an RV and was like, no. <laughs> Okay. They're never going to disappear. They can't tow all of them. And so they're just going to go somewhere else. And um, if they try to make it illegal to live in a van out here, then people are going to do it anyways. But, you know, (laughs) it's hard to argue with what he's saying (laughs) because it's proven to be true. Because it's been allowed. Yeah. Yes. There's an RV, Clark. Yep. (laughs) Only thing I I can think of. What? See, I have this picture of just homelessness and this massive issue that gets worse, it seems, every single year. And this is just like, I don't know, a new angle to the story with the RV problem. And then Robbins is coming in with Cousin Eddie, and I can't help but laugh. Well, uh, we live in it. It's a beaut. Yeah. There's our RV. Yeah. yeah. Well. Then what happens when the crapper's full? You know, that's the exactly. environmental issue. No, I mean, you have to do something, or the problem just gets worse and worse well, and sure. worse. Yeah.
And then, you know, you'll have people on the left. Well, what about the humanitarian part of this? Dude, you just want the problem to get worse, if possible? Because it will. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. There's new Speaker of the House, and he has spoken, David. Yeah, Mike Johnson, he is the new Speaker of the House. He sat down with Sean Hannity on Fox News. Uh, Hannity asked him about what the plan was when it comes to funding aid for Ukraine and Israel because the White House and all the Democrats want to make that a package deal. But Republicans want it to be separate. Mike Johnson says, well, yeah, we want to support Ukraine, which has ticked off a lot of people. But he does say they need to be separate. Um, here's what he had to say. Okay. Now, we can't allow Vladimir Putin to prevail in Ukraine because I don't believe it would stop there. And it would probably encourage and empower China to perhaps make a move on Taiwan. We have these concerns. Um, we're, we're not going to abandon them, but we have a responsibility, a stewardship responsibility over the precious treasure of the American people. And we have to make sure that the White House is providing the people with some accountability for the dollars. And we want to know what the objective there is. What is the end game in Ukraine? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I I was kind of taken aback by the the criticism of him because I, to me at least, and you know maybe I've missed the memo, but to me the frustration has always been everything's got to be about Ukraine all the time, and you're not allowed to ask questions. Yeah, that's what I thought. If you can or show it's me, it's also <laughs> the problem at our own border. Yeah, we have no concern with it seems yet. It's all this money to Ukraine, and we have no idea how it's being used or accountability for the weapons or anything. That's sort of the criticism. What he said there, yeah. So are we going to get accountability with this deal? I don't know. uh, I think that's what he's going for. Yeah, that's the open question. Well, they also don't like the fact that they look at him as an insurrectionist. Oh, please. He questioned the results of the last election. Uh, on the uh, Ukraine funding part, he's getting critici- criticized from the right on that one. Yeah, to say yeah he shouldn't give any to Ukraine, right? Because we have this other stuff. I mean, there is that point that uh, we don't have any money. Yeah, no, we're broke. We're thirty-three trillion in debt. Yeah, love to help, but we don't have any money. And don't you believe that's? I mean, you got to pay the piper at some point. That's just the way it works. But there are so many people, whenever you bring that up, it's like, well, not really. We're really not $33 trillion in debt. Right. I mean, there are ways to get out of that. That's not real. What? How is it not real? I don't understand. No, it's real. Okay. Very real. Well, we just keep printing money. And yeah, to ask questions. I well, think and you got interest on that money. You never can. I mean, it's you impossible. Never it back. No. Oh, what are we expecting to happen in the future? Oh. Is it as simple as, you know what, we got the most weapons, so sorry, you're not getting your money. Well, I think all Congress needs to take on a second job, no matter what it is. <laughs> we always you're have B&B, you're running one of those. We always have the Costco credit card, you know, just in case. Well, you never know. But don't get me going about it. <laughs> the news that we got this week. The GDP, boy, celebration. It's great. And I'm, 
I don't want to poo-poo everything, but you realize we have record record credit card debt with consumers. Mm -hmm. They're just charging it. They're going in debt. It's almost like taking the lead of the country. Well, that doesn't end well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Whatever. Other things. Did you see the story about David Mamet, famous Jewish playwright? Never heard of him, maybe Scott. Yeah, I thought it was Mamet, but I may be wrong. Uh, you might be right. Okay. I'm just admitting I had not heard of him. Okay. I've heard of him, yeah, and I don't know a lot of his work, no. Yeah. I'm not cultured in that way of playwrights, things like that. Yeah, if he didn't play second base for somebody, I probably don't. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, uh, you know, from what I understand, big name. You would agree, right, David? Uh, yeah. He actually said to Jewish people, you got to stop voting Democrat. Well, good. This is a whole essay he wrote. How the Democrats betrayed the Jews. The sick thrill of anti-Semitism has a price. And so part of what he wrote was today's, today Jews vote Democratic, electing presidents who refuse to meet with the Israeli prime minister, talking about Obama and Biden, in times of peace, who gave and give aid to the terrorist state of Iran in exchange for some semi-specified deal. American aid to Iran pays for the equipment and, at this moment, uh, ordinance of eradicating Jews. There is no more cozy mystery in the anti-Semitism of the Democratic Party. Representatives who are affiliated with the Democratic Socialists and pro-Palestinians calling for the end of the state of Israel, that is, for the death of the Jews. And Democratic representatives repeat and refuse to retract the libel that Israel bombed a hospital in spite of absolute proof to the contrary and will not call out the unutterable atrocities of Hamas. The writing is on the wall, in blood. You can read the whole thing for yourself. I mean, you totally get his point. He said, many good German Jews in the 30s ignored their brothers and sisters to the east and later died with them. My generation, born right after the Holocaust, wondered... Good God, didn't you see what was happening around you? Are you literally willing to die rather than admit you were mistaken? The answer today to many liberal American Jews is yes. Mm -hmm. I think there's been a big wake-up call in the last three weeks yeah. for a lot of people as to what we're looking at right now in the United States. Okay, thought that was interesting. You have... More audio from this Q and A with Josh Hawley. Yeah, this was astounding to me. Yeah, Robin Dunn Marcos. She's the director of the Office of Refugee Resettlement. Uh, she's one of the people in charge of taking people from where they're held in the border and finding a place for them to live inside the United States. And how that process usually works is you have a sponsor, and that sponsor is uh, responsible for you essentially and says, "Yes, you can be here." on a temporary basis, at least while you're awaiting a court date. Um, well, Senator Josh Hawley wanted to know about all the unaccompanied minors who've been released into the country. You're talking about nearly 500,000 uh, kids. And not all of them, you know, you're not talking necessarily eight or nine years old. A lot of the unaccompanied minors are 17. But there are mm -hmm. reports of, you know, 13, 14-year-olds working in uh, modern-day sweatshops in the United yes. States. Uh, not to mention the even darker underbelly of the human trafficking uh, world, which is sex trafficking. Um, 
And so the feds, though, have no idea where at least 85,000 of them are. Did you know that, Scott? Nope. All right, roll this. How many are you in regular contact with right now? Just sits there silent. Uh, Senator, we have a number of different providers across the country. Who but what's the number? What's the number? How many of you are you in? You said child welfare is your top concern. What's the number? I don't have the specific number. How can you not know? Because Why would you come to this hearing and not know? Um, respectfully, if you would like us to provide comprehensive case management to children after they're released from our care, so we can report Respectfully, I would like you to do your job and not release children to human traffickers. Respectfully, that's what I would like. I'd like you not facilitate the largest child trafficking ring in American history. That's what it Whoa. is. My. Good for him. And I suppose people could say, yeah, it sounds like he's grandstanding there. So what? As I'm watching it. It didn't seem that way when I was watching it. You're sitting there waiting for answers from these people that are supposed to know, and they have no answers. No. I find no fault with the way you ask no, the question at all. Either. Whether it's grandstanding or not, I don't care. Answer the question. Me neither. And again, his point is simple. You came here not knowing that. You, you showed up. You keep up with your talking yeah. points. Our number one concern is the children. Exactly. You just well, Really? So we're going to ask you about numbers, and you're not going to be able to tell us? Really? Well, I well I can get that for you. It's yeah. like those yeah. hearings with Mayorkas. I I don't have that number with me because you don't know because you wanted illegal aliens all over the country. Oh, yeah. That was the whole plan. Golly. Okay. All right. Uh, on a lighter note, you know it's Halloween weekend for a lot of people. Here's a question: If say someone is dressing up, they're single and they're dressing up in the sexy costume. Uh huh. That mean they're looking for some, you know, mm. little attraction. I, I I would assume. I mean, depending on the age and the demographic and yeah. all of that. But I mean, let's say early to mid twenties. Yeah. When you say that, you mean for gawking or for no, comments? They're, they're, they're looking for some yeah. romance. Okay. You can call it a hookup, call it whatever you want. They're looking for something. Mm. I don't know if I assume that or not, but uh, I know they're looking for. For oh. compliments, the ego being fed, yes. Pretend we're off air right now, Scott. You think they're looking for love maybe. in all the wrong places? Yeah. Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, was it just me, David, or was Scott choosing his words very carefully I, there? It did seem like it, yeah. Like well, I don't want to assume there. You're going to dress like that. You're looking for something. I, you're not alone. 39% of people said, yeah, you're going to dress that provocatively on Halloween. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then some people shriek at that response. Oh, how could you say that? Well, well, because you're wanting a lot of attention. Well, yeah, that's see that. I absolutely agree I mean, with that. Yeah. I, I assume, yes, for the same reason. I assume the donut shop wants to sell me donuts by putting donuts in a glass case. <laughs> mm-hmm. In other words, David, if they put them on the glass, there yes. you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there was all of this different, you know, survey stuff around Halloween. Um, here was one. I'm just curious. Anonymous costumes. Again, and pretend that you're single, okay? Anonymous? Yeah, like there's a Halloween costume and you can't tell who it is because oh. um, of a masked yeah. face or, you know, part of it is covered up. You can't see the face so much. Does that bring an extra level of hot? No. I would say the exact opposite. 
the the mysterious part of that not no, so much. I watched Scooby Doo and they took the mask off a lot of times. It's <laughs> well, <was> not good. <laughs> in in, uh, in a in a post Dylan Mulvaney world, I would not trust yeah. that at all. Well, yeah, just go. saying. Eighty percent said the anonymous nature of costumes is hot. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah, they never got that kind of surprise, did they? Nope. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, which one to get to? Okay, remember Jamal Bowman, the fire alarm? He says, I didn't mean to do it. What? We'll get to that much more coming up. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Jamal Bowman. Yeah. You see the video? I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's numerous a, times. So Jamal Bowman, he took a plea deal for pulling a fire alarm at the Congressional Office Building a few weeks ago. Uh, he has to pay a fine, write a letter of apology. It sure looked like it was an attempt to delay a voting process on, on a uh, government funding bill. He said he was confused. Um, yeah, he said he got confused, but the new video that's been released shows him walking up to the door, knocking down the signs, and then pulling the fire alarm. And, and then running like hell. Yeah. And, yeah, and immediately yeah. walking away. Scampering out of the way, yeah. Oh, you can tell he's full of blood. Of course he is. Yeah, he, he did it on purpose. Yeah, because his story, and he's sticking to it, is that he thought by pulling the fire alarm that would somehow unlock the door, except he never went back to check the door. Not only that. He never tried to open the door to begin with. No. And by he the, just took the signs down. Who is He ever, grabbed the signs first. <laughs> yeah. Who and is, then hit the fire alarm. Who has ever thought that? You know, if I pull this alarm, that door's going to open. Has hey. any, anybody ever, that ever crossed anyone's mind, ever? Of course not. 
Not that I've ever heard of. Let's see. If I pull that fire alarm, that door's going to open. And if you have, do you really want that person in Congress? No. No. Uh, it's interesting, though, that the video came out uh, because just hours earlier, this is what he told reporters. Okay. You're standing by your word that you did not have any intention to slow no. things. I mean, hell Democrats no. were trying to stall this vote on the hell House no. floor. Yeah, hell no. I mean, when I ran to the when I ran into the uh, Capitol, I went to go vote, and someone told me go downstairs as a meeting. So I didn't even know that meeting was taking place. Who told you that? I want the name. Who told you that? Right. You're full of crap. For the motion to uh, motion to um, I forgot what the vote was, but yeah. So no, absolutely not. I forgot. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Are you joking me right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. And so then I got confused and I thought it would open the doors. Maybe Biden was right. We need social workers into homes to help yeah. kids understand what fire alarms are. That's what we need. It says, in case of fire, pull. Yeah, and so no he fire. thought. Yeah, and so he thought, in case of fire, well, then I'd pull this and then the doors would open. open. It'd be like the parting of the Red Sea. And then I could go out into safety. What a joke. You said I wouldn't let that guy in Congress. I wouldn't let him drive me to the airport. Heck no. <laughs> Jeez. I wouldn't let him escort you to some place in the building. <laughs> no. Somebody told me to go downstairs. That's where you're going to vote today. What? Every airline in America needs to make sure he never, ever sits next to the emergency exit. Oh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought he I was thought going I... to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a fall. <laughs> I thought it was weird. It was right in the middle of the plane and right by my seat, but I don't know. Jeez. Okay, David. <laughs> you have a piece of audio from a New Yorker that's going off on somebody trying to take down those kidnapped Jews yeah. the posters. And this is this is one of those pieces of audio that may actually help New York claw back its reputation for standing up for what's right, for for having guys that aren't gonna back down and not just a bunch of crazy people pushing Asian ladies and Jewish people in front of subways. Right. You know. Uh, this guy is walking around uh, taking down the signs of the kidnapped Israelis, and this New Yorker confronts him, and he's had it with this dump. Okay. You don't have a right to touch that. This is a free country. You can wave your Palestine flag and say death to the Jews or America whenever you want, but we can put a sign. Okay? We then don't rip that down. You are doing something. You're offending us. Yeah, you oh, are. man, you're a feminist, m effer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something you're offending us, motherfucker. Yeah, you are. When you throw that on the floor, no, you're littering the city. I didn't, I didn't. In a minute, I'm going to litter the floor with you. I know that's what you want. I'm going to die in a way in the hospital. Come on, you piece of <laughs> In a moment, I'm going to litter the floor with you. <laughs> that guy's, the guy tearing him down, too, has got that meeky. Yeah. And when, when I, I'm not doing, doing anything, anything. Yeah. don't touch me. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, he went like jewels on him, man. He really oh, did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say what again? <laughs> I just, I like, I've never heard the combination of the words, you're offending us and mother bleeper. <laughs> exactly. That usually back does to not back. go together. <sighs> But that is, uh, I'm not going to tell him he's wrong. I'm, I'm certain. No. no. No, he's very passionate in that moment. Of all the audio this week, this, this might be my favorite. Or something, you're offending us, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> After saying you're offending us, <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Uh, boy. Okay, uh, biggest story today.
Uh, biggest story today, uh, the manhunt is still on in Maine for the guy who uh, opened fire at two different locations in Lewiston, murdering 18 people. They, It seems like the, it's a recovery mission at this point, but, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of anybody, obviously, um, but they're sending divers into a river. Uh, yeah, to try to you don't know what evidence they might already yeah. have. You're just not sure. But, man, if that's what that guy was doing to just, like, disappear and hope to not be found, be awful for the people around that yeah. area. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sure, then you're always wondering. All right, we'll keep you up to date on that. Something else. Oh, the Georgetown students and that rally. Disgusting. That and much more coming up. David Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so another (laughs) Hamas rally, I guess that's what you would call it, this time at Georgetown. Yeah, hundreds of students at Georgetown University marched in favor of Hamas, many of them wearing masks because, well, now the kids don't want to be identified publicly. They're freedom fighters, but anonymous. Brave. Uh Uh-huh. One of the speakers said the terrorist attacks led by Hamas was basically like someone fighting back against Hitler. What? Yeah. Okay. This is getting hard to take, man, in a lot of different ways. Roll the audio. We are bear witnesses to history. When you think about what you would have done during slavery, during the Holocaust, during the Rwandan genocide, during the Bosnian genocide, well, guess what? You're bearing witness right now. My, my, my. Okay, you know what I want to do right after that? I want to play the interview. This was the BBC. The guy's name is Hugo Bachega, and he's talking with a spokesperson from Hamas. Right? That is pretty wild when you actually watch it because the guy from Hamas, he gets upset uh, rather quickly. It doesn't take very long. Okay, what's the dude's name from Hamas? I had it in front of me before. Oh, shoot. Uh, What's his name? Hamad. Yeah. Do you want to hear this? Sure. Of course I do. I, these guys are so, you know, brave and tough, right? This is just a question. You say this was a military operation, but the result of it was that hundreds yeah, of civilians were killed. Because the area is very wide, and there are many people there, and there was clashes and confrontation. It's no, not confrontation. No, I... There was confrontation on October, or on, yes, October 7th. 7th. Yeah. Confrontation. The people from Israel. It's no, not confrontation. No, you invaded I, I houses. Details what happened inside, but I, I can tell you that we didn't have any intention or decision to kill the civilians. How do you justify killing people as they sleep? You know, families. How do you justify I, killing I want, hundreds I, I of want people to stop this, uh, uh, in? I want to stop this interview. Gone. He's done. Yeah. Yeah, that, that guy did the same thing to Chris Cuomo uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's right. He actually didn't that. even go on the air with him because he was, he was able to monitor what was being said on, on the show and then said, no, 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 you said it would be something different. We're done. We're out. Ghazi Hamad's the guy's name. Can't defend it. So they just say it didn't happen. 
And then all these kooks at the universities and these rallies, it's really something. Jeez. Because in the end, don't you think more than anything, most of these people are believing a lie? Hey, some people are just, hey, what what are we protesting again? Yeah, fight against the man. Woo! Okay, we'll go out and do whatever. Where's my flag? They really don't even know what they're doing. No, they don't. And you don't know the percentages, but some people are just completely brainwashed. I don't know how else you explain it. No. I have one question, though. Yeah. Right ahead. Why is it that every single female who's on the microphone in support of Hamas has to yell? I don't know. No, because they're little revolutionaries. Every single one of them is screaming. I don't know. They saw a clip of somebody else that was a revolutionary, and they're trying to take after those people. Yeah. Wow. The Hugo Chavez School of Public Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the uh, IDF in Israel has told everybody, move south now. Really? Uh, apparently, there is going to be some sort of... Uh, it told everybody in Gaza to like, oh, okay. yeah. get south as quickly as you possibly can. And the word is right now that uh, the operation starts tonight. In earnest. Okay. So then, of course, you don't know how it's going to play out. Iran has said, if you do that... You're going to be hearing from us. Yeah. Well, and apparently Hamas's main base of operations is beneath the biggest hospital in Gaza. Really? Yeah. Of course it is. Gosh. And when you hear the different intel on the tunnels, yeah. and how all that works and what's booby-trapped under there, holy smokes, man. You have no idea what you're getting into as you enter. I mean, I'm sure... You know, the Israel military has a pretty decent idea. But you also ask the question, man, how did the intelligence fail before October 7th? That's never really been addressed. Well, yeah, I think and that will, It's not the time, I understand Right, it'll that. Be eventually be addressed. It has to be, because you can't let this happen again. But, I mean, we're all listening to, whether it's different podcasts, interviews from experts from these different fields. The one thing that most agree on is that... It's almost unbelievable that they missed this. And I know some people have said Egypt warned Israel before this ever happened. At the same time, there's no way to say it was not an intelligence failure. Yeah, yeah we were talking about those tunnels. And I can recall, was it during Desert Storm that we used that weaponry bunker busters? Oh, I remember that. That would take yeah. these and, and implode on those places where they were underground. Yeah. The problem is, though, you already know it. How many civilians do you take out with that? Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Are you going to leave mean, this interview right no, now? No, I'm not going to leave the interview, but I'm just going to say, I, I mean, I I'm going to go with with what the Israelis have said. There, there's going to be casualties. There's Unfortunately, no to there's going to be. When you have a bunch of people like Hamas who dug underneath a hospital, I mean. That's why they do it. That's as soulless as you can possibly get. We've gone around this a hundred times. You still come back to what's Israel supposed to do? Well, exactly. And then you wonder, okay, so this incursion happens. Then what does Hezbollah do? No. Because the word was they would just then attack from the north. Mm -hmm. No, no, that but you might draw Iran into it too. I don't know. Iran's already in it. What a mess. For, you know, all intents and purposes. All right, keeping an eye on that. On a lighter note, um, have you ever heard of the Florida Man games? <laughs> I have not. 
Saw this story. I kind of have an idea, though. Like, it's Friday. Maybe we should bring this story in. They bring up the Summer Olympics next year. Uh, this is a different kind of competition. Be happening in February in Florida. The Florida Man Games. Okay. And it does seem pretty interesting. They're going to choose 16 teams, five people each. Uh, five events that they have planned so far. The Beer Belly Florida Sumo Wrestling. <laughs> you run into each other. <laughs> It says it's basically just sumo wrestling, but without the training or prestige. That's right. awesome. Would you watch it? Yes. Well, of course I would. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Evading arrest obstacle course. <laughs> this is where you'll jump over fences and run through yards while being chased by cops. Wow. <laughs> Somebody could get hurt there. Would you watch it? Of course. Yeah. Uh, another competition. Catalytic converter, two bikes, and a handful of copper pipes. It's described as a head-to-head race that lets you live a day in the life of a Florida man headline. <laughs> the thing what that means is you'll have to steal all this stuff as fast as possible. Right. That's hilarious. <laughs> See, this is Florida laughing at itself. That's yes. funny. Then I thought this was great. The weaponized pool noodle mud duel. Jousting with pool noodles while standing on a platform in an above-ground pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, I thought so, too. Knock you off the podium. Yeah. And then the Category 5 cash grab. Sounds like one of those boxes you stand in and try to grab dollar bills. Mm-hmm. They say you'll be subjected to hurricane-force winds. Oh, wow. <laughs> While you're doing it. Which will make it interesting. Uh, they're also going to have a mullet contest, a Florida ma'am beauty pageant, <laughs> and chicken coop bingo where two chickens pick the numbers. <laughs> All right, that sounds that sounds like that would be entertaining. I thought so too. Um, and then they say the festivities will end with something called the nine one one fight night, brawl of the badges. Appears to be a series of boxing matches between firefighters and cops, <laughs> guns and hoses, as they would say. Go. Yeah. Tickets forty five bucks, one hundred and forty five for VIP tickets. It does sound like a whole lot of fun, like something Steve Harvey should. MC, <laughs> put it on TV. Yeah, different areas of the country have right. you know well, things like this. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do to me, I mean, Florida man gets a lot of credit, and I think yes, there are crazy headlines that come out of Florida. But man, as far as the intensity of the regional man, nobody can beat Pacific Northwest guy because that's a guy that get that that would turn deadly. I'm convinced of it. Yeah, you talk about ranking the regions. What yeah. they need to do is do one in these different regions, right? And then have one for the entire United States. I mean, I because you got Texas, you got the Pacific Northwest, yeah. you got Florida, yeah. I mean, because like Pacific Northwest guy always carries like thirty-two feet of rope in his trunk for no apparent reason. Yeah, and you don't know is he left wing, is he right wing, is he you know apolitical anarchist? All you know is that he knows how uh, he knows how to build bombs. Um, I'm just saying, yeah. like Pacific Northwest guy is crazy. Upper Peninsula guy would be fun, too. I was going to say Upper Michigan, Wisconsin. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Uh, some science news this week. Different discoveries made. Four cups of coffee a day might help prevent frailty and old age. Hmm. Who knows how much coffee you're supposed to have. It changes every week. All the time. You never really know. Um, I don't know who sponsored this study. It didn't say. But Viagra may slash the risk of Alzheimer's by 60%. David's not believing it. Biden ought to be popping those like Pez. (laughs) (laughs) 
That explains from, the stiff gait. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do this next story now because oh, it's totally unrelated. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think I related it. Uh, it was animal news. A study found that roosters can recognize themselves in a mirror. Hmm. I don't know what your question is about that. Mine is, how did they know? They asked the rooster. Talking roosters? We're going to end it right there because we got to get to another news update. Oh, also our Friday Five today. Um, we'll set that up. It's something that David reminds Scott about constantly. Get to all that coming up right here. Fall is the most delicious time of year. From apple pie to Scott's favorite, pumpkin spice. But it's also the busiest time of the year. So this time around, get HelloFresh and treat yourself to the best of the season's flavors without the stress. HelloFresh does the shopping and planning for you so you can relax. Not only do their chefs create fall-perfect recipes to enjoy, all the ingredients arrive fresh and pre-portioned. So whipping up a home-cooked meal is very easy. And make sure to check out Fall Flavors, a new limited-time lineup of easy, autumn-inspired Eats from HelloFresh Market. Feast on desserts like the apple cider cake with caramel sauce. Or please a crowd with appetizers like the barbecued pulled pork nachos. And just as always, everything you need to get cooking quick is delivered right to your door. How easy is that? Join America's number one meal kit today and get 50% off plus free shipping. With code 50MVCR at HelloFresh.com slash 50MVCR. That's code 50MVCR at HelloFresh.com slash 50MVCR. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, I mean, it took a little while, but we've got the guns, guns, guns conversation going on now after the tragedy in Maine. And okay. the usual talking points are out there. And I, I, it just it's astounding to me that ABC News can put out this type of disinformation. This is from The View today. I don't believe they're a sport or hunting um, uh, instrument. It's like shooting fish in a bucket, but that's my But take. also, if you shoot with an AR-15, let's say you shoot it's a deer, you can't can... eat it. Right. Because you basically demolish the animal. In addition to that. You, yeah. In addition to that, you demolish the animal. What is it that they think AR-15s do? You know, I don't know. I don't know. They're not rocket launchers. I, mean, I was going to say they're right. like mini rockets they and think they, they blow people up. Yes. I I mean, they're I, it's, deadly. It's, they're not toys, but it it, it won't explode a deer for crying out loud. 
I don't know. Could man. you eat a deer after you killed one with an AR-15? Yes, it, a lot okay. of people do every single uh, year. Uh, that's what I thought. This is like someone that comes back, you know, after meeting with their great aunt or something. Well, she said you can't eat a deer after a <laughs> shot with an AR. But no, this is ABC News. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The worst part about taking uh, taking your AR to the range is you have to use a target for every shot because it literally vaporizes a paper target. <laughs> <laughs> Gets expensive after a while. Aunt Nellie said it's bad for the environment. Weapon of war. Holy man. Oh, there was a piece of audio I was going to play for you guys because I don't think you heard it. Lives at TikTok. Chaya Raychek. Remember she had that, some would say, confrontation with AOC? AOC oh, yeah, yeah. said, I'd never want to spend any time with you. Right. You know, because you're a transphobe or whatever. She sees her again. But she has a question for her because Chaya Raychek is Jewish. Oh. And this is how the exchange goes. Roll it. Hey, can I grab a photo with you? Hi. Thanks. Oh, hi. <laughs> then AOC and her assistant realizes who it is, and that's when they go, oh, hi. Oh, hi. So when you told me you never wanted to share space with me, is it because you're part of the Hamas caucus and I'm Jewish? All right. No, it's because you're a transphobe. Thank you. Okay, so, so oh, are you heading to a Hamas caucus meeting? <laughs> Hamas meeting. It <laughs> cracks me up. When's the next one? You know there are Americans being held hostage. So now they're walking down the hall. Yeah. AOC and her assistant trying to get away from her, and she's just. Do you care? Do you care that Hamas is holding Americans hostage? What do you say to the families of Americans who are currently being held hostage by Hamas? Nothing. Does the Hamas caucus have a statement about it? <laughs> nope. And then just the door on. God no. dang! By the way, you got it. We got to shorten that up. Let's just call it the Hamakas. I like that. There you go. Yeah. You can wear them on your feet. <laughs> it's all the usual. Hamakas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. like it. When you're on your way to a Hamas caucus meeting <laughs> slip on a pair of these bad boys right. yeah buy now <laughs> yeah. 1999 a pair <laughs> the code mvcr <laughs> for your hamacasins <laughs> yes yeah. all right we got to get set up for the big friday five we were trying to figure out yesterday what we were going to do and had a few ideas and that's when uh scott brought up hey the world series starts this weekend yeah and we had different ideas and, of course, David was quick to point out that Major League Baseball hates Scott. Yeah, I know. They do. And its values. It's God. It's God, his yeah. cats. All that stuff. And we were playing around with songs with hate in the title. Boy, it seems like a dark time right now. Yeah. So instead, you got Texas against Arizona. What are the greatest musical artists of all time from Arizona and Texas? Oh, yeah. Good list. Well, you can think of a number from Texas. Can you think of any from Arizona off the top of your head? Because there are some... one. I thought of one. That was it. There are some big. Yeah, there were, but I musical. I didn't even know it. Some from them, so. Arizona. Yeah. So this is, I guess, sort of a learning. Well, sure. Friday Five. Try in a to way. educate as well as entertain. Yes. yes. So that's what we have for the Friday Five: greatest musical artists of all time from either Arizona or Texas. And as always, the way we rank it is. How big or how iconic was this artist? Then how much do they stand the test of time? 
and then how much do you personally like the artist? And then we have our list. If you want to get in early, the number is 1-888-485-MVCR. Again, 1-888-485-MVCR. Greatest artist of all time from Texas or Arizona for the Friday Five. And we'll kick it off next. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. That's Friday. That means it's Friday five time, our big countdown we do every week. The countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. The Friday Five. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Our Friday Five, taking a break from business. Having a little fun. And today, in honor of Scott Robbins, really, big baseball fan. The World Series starts. Yep. The greatest artist of all time from Texas or Arizona. Oh, wow. That's the World Series matchup. I think one state has much more than the other. Absolutely. But hey, they're both they're both represented. It's a fun list. It really it is. is. Yeah. So great artist, no doubt about it. If you want to get in, again, the number is one eight 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 four eight five MVCR. As always, we have different lists. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times we'll talk about, okay, for how big this artist is, we'll come to a consensus or test mm-hmm. the time, but then it's the personal like yeah. that comes into play. So yeah, strong list. Who's first, David? Uh, let's start off with Brian and Gresham. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. Aloha Friday. Aloha, hey, Brian. You know what I'm really looking forward to this year going into the elections is uh, Mr. Biden going off on some kind of Howard Dean tangent, but he's just labeling ice cream companies. <laughs> going to hit Dairy Queen, Salt and Straw, Ben and Jerry's, Hagen Days, <laughs> Bluebell, Tillamook, and then we're going to finish it off with 31 flavors. Beyond! <laughs> Let's just kick this off with George Strait. George Strait, my man. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Number man. five. Amarillo by morning. I was kind of surprised either one of y'all had him on the list. Everything that I got Why were you surprised? Well, I mean, for, you know, uh, how big he was and is. At the time, that's a 10 and a 10. Okay. I don't know if I'd go 10 as far as how big. How In big? country music, absolutely a 10. But did he cross over the way a lot of other country artists had? I, mean, I don't know, man. He was... Didn't he sell out the, like, Alamo Dome or something? Did you yeah. play George Strait Records? No, I never did. All right, I rest my case. Well, um, the guy well, it's has. not because of his last name being Strait, either. I'm not <laughs> that <laughs> Guy has the record for most number one songs. I understand. I mean, that's I just, pretty I, big, man. I'll admit my Achilles heel is country. I just don't know. I, I, what I'm saying I is I don't know, know if it's how. a 10. Probably a 9. Yeah. That sort of thing. I don't dislike it necessarily. I just don't know it. But then when you go test the time, how do you figure that? I don't know. Because his music still gets played? Okay. If he changes his name, though, to 2030 to George Questioning, <laughs> the popularity will Well, soar. we won't take this amount of yes. time to question one artist. But 
Okay, he doesn't get played on modern country stations. You're talking like oh, classic sure country. Yeah, that's I mean, still in the mix. I think well, yeah. he might. When really? he uh, when he released, and this was a while ago that he released it, but uh, in the in the teens, released a, an album, and there was a single, uh, "Give It All We Got Tonight." That was a huge song. Okay, well, man, listen, I was playing George Strait music in the '80s under my three country names: Jamie Markley, Mark James, and Jack Austin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Jack Austin was my favorite. <laughs> I think I won a contest from him once. Yeah, probably. I think it was a George Strait t-shirt. Okay, so that's number five. Yep. Who's next? Uh, let's talk to Archie in Virginia. Hey, Archie. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Happy yes, Friday, sir. Archie. Thanks for checking in, man. Right on. Uh, love the show. Listen to it all week. Make me smile inside of the insanity. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate that. And my... my uh, my guess for for this week would be um, the rumors spreading round in that uh, Texas town. That shack outside. Well, Archie, you're, you're going to have a great weekend. I can Hell tell you, yeah. number one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that everybody's number one? Yeah. So. Okay. Unanimous. Do you have any ZZ Top on your uh, playlist, yeah. Scott, that you listen to? Yeah. What are your two favorites? Uh, Jesus Just Left Chicago. Yeah, like do you played along with Waiting for the Bus? Waiting for the Bus, Waiting on sure. the Bus, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. I like LeGrand. I like the hits, too. Yeah, there's a lot of deep ZZ Top cuts that I like. See, I, li- I like Sleeping Bag. Nobody else did, but I like it. <laughs> oh, when they were all overproduced in the 80s? Yeah, I like some of that stuff. <laughs> I did. We, my, my wife rolls her eyes because every time we're driving between San Antonio and Houston, there's the exit for LaGrange. Um, and every time we pass the sign for LaGrange, I just go, ha, 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 <laughs> It really bugs her, which means I just do it louder every time. Heck yeah, man. It's part of marriage. Okay, who's next? Uh, let's talk to Woody in Vancouver. Hey, Woody. Hey, guys. Love your show. Regarding your segment about the new Speaker of the House and Johnson Boat Motors yesterday, <laughs> if I would happen to fill in for Scott someday, we could call the show Markley, Van Camp, and your Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. We may bring you in for that, Woody. I'm done. I'm toast. <laughs> Another guy that could fill in would be Willie Nelson. Yes, Willie Sorry. Nelson. Of course. Who's surprised Willie didn't make the top five? He was in mine. It, it, it got edged out because of George Strait. Now that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Willie, to me, was bigger overall than George Strait because he crossed over. Now, I may have that wrong. That's just the way I see it. I don't know. I, 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 again. You're a big Willie guy, Scott. Not a big Willie guy. I like Willie. I'm not a big Willie guy, no. Yesterday, tell me if I'm wrong here, David. You're like, Willie's there. Uh-huh. Well, he Love was Willie. for me in terms yeah. of, of, of his... I mean, the peak of his career. Holy cow, man. I understand. That's why I said you're a big Willie guy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Big Willie guy. I played Willie. Okay. So you're just All a right. little Willie guy. Yeah, and he won't go home. I think that's well said. All right. 
God, we got entendres flying out here, don't we? <laughs> Man. Okay, who's next? Let's talk to uh, Uncle Schultze in Oregon. Hey, Uncle Schultze. Gentlemen, I'm going to expand a little bit on what Woody said just a minute ago, and it made me realize that the best things in life are me, a six-pack of Schlitz malt liquor, my best girl, and, of course, my Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is, anywho, I'm going to go with the pride of Lubbock, Texas, Buddy Holly. Oh, man, well played on that. Yeah. Peggy, my Peggy Go ahead, Scott. Why are you rolling your eyes? Nothing. This song I always laugh when I hear this song. It's like kind of funny. You're making fun. I just... Did you see him? I did. He was making fun. Okay. That's classic, bro. Okay, it's on your playlist. I know it is. Well, no, but I don't mock it. it. I don't like... Well, that, uh, and make fun uh, of it. Uh, uh, thing is just kind of funny. Makes me laugh all okay. the time. All right. So, again, for the Friday Five, in honor of Scott Robbins, a big baseball fan, and you got Arizona and Texas in the World Series, mm-hmm. the greatest musical artist of all time from Texas or Arizona. We're a little low on the Arizona artists yeah, so no far. Kidding. A little wow. bit, yeah. Who's next? Let's talk to Greg. Hey, Greg. Gentlemen. Greg. Greg. So uh, I think I got a solution for the ceasefire in Hamas and to flush this guy out of Maine. We just need to get on an air horn and start blasting that uh, song enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Forgot about that song. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nobody tried, nobody tried that experiment yet. It's yep. true. For my guess, uh, this one goes out to the love of my life, Monica. We're going to go with The Sky is Crying, a little Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, yeah. Number two. It's hard to think about Texas artists and not think of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Okay, so our top two are from Texas. It's easy top. It's Stevie Ray Vaughan. Where'd you have Stevie Ray? Do you have a high, Scott? It was pretty high. I think it was two. Yeah. All right. No Arizona representation yet. I'm a little surprised. There's a we couple got time. Stick out. We got yeah. time for one more here? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let's talk okay. to Richard in Virginia. Hey, Richard. Hey. Hey, Richard. Uh, my guess. My guess is that uh, even though he was born in Detroit, he started out in Arizona, and that's Alice Cooper. Yep, that is yep. so true, man. Yeah. Number three. He does so much charity stuff in Arizona too. The whole place for kids. Yeah, really good, good guy. Absolutely, one of the rock and roll good guys. <laughs> and I think his reputation in 1973. Oh yeah, Public Enemy number one. Yeah. Okay. We're still missing number four. Who I can give you a hint. Also from Arizona. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't even know that until yesterday. I didn't know where this person was from. I didn't either. We learned this together. Okay. So if you want to get in, again, the number is 1-888-485-MVCR. The greatest artist of all time from Arizona and Texas. The Friday Five. Wrapping it up next.
What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, Call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-330-2100. 800-330-2100. That's 800-330-2100. Right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We'll get to a news update in a bit. The Scott Robbins trifecta. But we got to finish up our Friday Five this week. Even though Major League Baseball hates Scott, it's the World Series, and he loves it. It's Arizona and Texas, and it's the greatest artist of all time from either Texas or Arizona. That's your number one. It's easy top. Stevie Ray Vaughan at two. Alice Cooper from Arizona now at three. George Strait at five. Still looking for number four. And we've got other great honorable mentions to get to. And back to it, David. Uh, let's go to Terry in Delaware. Hey, Terry. Hey, guys, Terry from Brandon Falls, checking in this weekend. How are you? Hey, man. Terry, hey, Terry. Thanks. How are you? We're good. We're having fabulous weather here in Brandon Falls this weekend. <laughs> Excellent. And the other incredible thing about Brandon Falls is all of us here, we all have hairy legs. Oh, yeah. Every one of us. <laughs> That's well, you have to. It's kind of the right. brand, yes. right? Right. Yeah, it does. It goes with the territory. I got hairy hey, guys, legs. I'm going with the hairy legs. <laughs> I'm going with a Texan by the name of... Don Henley. Oh, yeah, man. No doubt. Little baseball there, Scott. Boys of Summer, huh? That's a great song. It's a great song. You still listen to a lot of Don Henley, Scott? Uh, occasionally. Not as much as I used to. I'm a bi- I was a big fan. I still am. Great song there. I mean, I probably saw him solo three times. I didn't know that. Yeah. I never saw him solo. Oh. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. You know what was crazy? I remember he played he played an arena. Only 2,000 people went. That was right before the Eagles reunion thing. Mm-hmm. It was strange because then it, it was packed everywhere. But for yeah. his solo show, it was sort of struggling. 
Was that the one close to us? Yep. Yeah, I was at that one. I was one of the 2,000. <laughs> you and your closest friends. Yeah. All right, David, who's next? Let's talk to Virgil in Oregon. Hey, Virgil. Uh, actually, I'm in Brush Prairie, Washington. Oh, sorry about that. Virgil uh, in Washington. Oh, no problem. I, I love the show. I got hairy legs, too. Uh, <laughs> I'm going uh, to go with the original Port Arthur, Texas, Janis Joplin. Good job, Virgil. I got hairy legs. Well, yeah, that's the remix. <laughs> A little rub of my legs. <laughs> well played. All right, who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to Chris in Missouri. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing great, Chris. Thanks for checking in, man. Hey, no problem. Yeah, I didn't choose this artist because I don't like her singing style because her nasal style reminds me of AOC whining. I chose her because she had the moxie to make her ex-boyfriend play her songs on stage. That's Stevie Nicks of Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) Number four. Man, when you go, how big is this artist? In Fleetwood Mac and solo, and then test the time. Yeah. It's massive. Yep. It is massive. And a lot of those songs, they hold up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think she's a coke. Don't get me wrong. No. I'm just talking about those songs that she wrote on her own with Fleetwood Mac. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. But then I don't know what happened to the vocal style over time. I mean, people's yeah. voice. Yeah. And then you hear Silent Night, and we do it every Christmas. It's no, no. a little goatish. It, you know it what is I mean? very goatish, yes. Yeah. 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 All right, we still got some honorable mentions to yeah. get to. We, we can talk to uh, Johnny and Salina. Hey, Johnny. Yippee Brady, brothers. Johnny. Johnny. You know what? I said to Robbins, I don't know, it. 20 minutes ago, I wonder if Johnny's going to make it through today. Yeah, I know. We're hoping. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, you guys are like my therapy, man. I got to call in. Thanks, That's why, bro. you know, i got to tell you some things today. I, I'm just feeling kind of down. Oh. You know, with the world the way it is, I, I feel like I'm crawling just to get by, man. I'm one step closer to the edge and becoming <laughs> numb to what I've done in the past. I see where you're going, end, Johnny. We should burn it down from the inside and leave it all, leave out all the rest. <laughs> I just want to find somewhere I belong. <laughs> and anyway, I'm going to choose Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park because why not, man? Well played, Johnny. Have a great weekend, bro. Chester Bennington, Lincoln Park. Johnny did well going through all those songs. You didn't play any Lincoln Park, did you, Scott? I was after I was out. Gotcha. You know what? Going through the different honorable mentions, there was one artist that was big that I think you did play at Top 40. I did. Didn't you play the roaster at Top 40? No. Yes, I did. Kenny Rogers played that song. No. Huge. Howard of the County, Lady. You color my or decorated my life. I don't know. So, it was like every week there's like three Kenny Rogers songs. Yes. Greatest artist from Arizona and Texas. That's fun. I mean, we keep going. I mean, there was Linda Ronstadt from Arizona, Waylon Jennings, Texas. It goes on and on. Pretty good. It was fun. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David.
Biggest story today. Uh, there's really two dominant stories. One is the manhunt still underway in the state of Maine uh, for the murderer that killed 18 people uh, earlier this week. And they've got dive teams in a river. They're looking for his boat because apparently he had a boat, but that's unaccounted for. So we're just waiting to hear any updates. Also, it does appear that the incursion on the part of Israel into Gaza is expanding uh, right now. Uh, so we will uh, be talking uh, about that, about it, all the updates. Yeah, get to all those updates. And, of course, the Scott Robbins trifecta. You all ready for that? Yeah. Like, yeah, Casey's ready. Yep. That's what they told me. All coming up right here. The Martin Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Martin, the Gen Xer, the Millennial, David Van Camp, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. The trifecta coming up in just a couple. News update, David Van Camp. Well, the reports are now that the Israeli military is going to be expanding. It's uh, what they're calling an incursion into Gaza, presumably getting under the tunnel systems uh, is what they are after right now. This comes after there's a barrage of missile uh fire uh, hitting the Gaza-Israel border earlier today. So we're kind of waiting to see what happens there. It's amazing. The whole tunnel system that they've built under there, Hamas. Yeah, that money wasn't going for uh, humanitarian aid, food, Hmm. and medicine. You don't say. No. No, and there was, was it NBC News, I think, that had the article yesterday that was making the rounds that talked about how much money Hamas is sitting on? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's like they've yeah, got... I did not see that. Just yeah. in their investment portfolio alone, yeah. it's like half a billion dollars. In their investment portfolio. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to see what those investments are not, in the portfolio? Right, not, not counting cash on hand or anything else they have, no. which... Leads me to ask the question, and, and again, it's, it's, I don't want to see any innocent civilian getting hurt, and uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this again, but like John Kirby said uh, from the White House, that it'd be really nice if Hamas would let them go, would let civilians get out of harm's way. But they don't do that. They don't play the game that way. And, I mean, they, they apparently have a operations center uh, in a basement underneath a hospital, a major hospital in Gaza. So they like to have civilian casualties, Hamas does, because it you know, makes their propaganda more effective to have dead children. And it's, so, yes, yeah, so then more and more dopes in the United States, especially on college campuses, go out and have their pro-Palestinian rally. Right. And But now I really do have to wonder, why are we sending, even considering sending foreign aid to Gaza, if the governing body there in Hamas is sitting on at least half a billion dollars. You know where the money's going to go to. Right. It's awful. It's terrible. But what are you going to do about it? They control everything in there. It's absolutely mad. If any um, American institutions are involved in holding any of this money, be a great question. I, mean, I would be interested to know that because you can freeze that stuff, can't you? I mean, as a, as a government, I mean, well, so, so many things that we've done over the last ten years has helped Iran make so much money, and a lot of that gets not a lot of it, but at yeah. least a good part of it gets filtered then to Hamas. Hamas, right? 
No, it's, yeah, it's an absolute know, mess. Crazy. All right, are you ready for your three? Yep. Here let's we do go. It. Are you ready? One, One two, buckle my shoe It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' top three stories of the day helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. All right, man. We got the World Series this weekend. I got the pizzas. Got some Mama told me not to come. I I don't care what your mama said. I'm asking you as a man. Are you coming over or not? I've invited you. You don't show up. Are you coming or not? I'm ready. Three. (laughs) Number three, I think he's answered. It's noncommittal all the time. Gotcha. Yeah. Coca-Cola doesn't think Black Lives Matter anymore. Well, (laughs) apparently not. It's bad for business. Uh, Coca-Cola has scrubbed all mentions of its donations to the BLM political organization from their website. All gone. Soft drink company uh, proudly advertised their contributions to the cause until, well, just a few months ago when BLM came out in support of Hamas committing mass murder during the music festival. Blah, you know how this works, right? Yep. Coke's racial injustice page God, previously promoted that Sprite had also donated half a million dollars to BLM's global network to support the group's voting education efforts and their Black Future Month program to empower the next generation. Seems maybe the money was not going there. Hmm. Uh, Ted Cruz, by the way, provided screenshots that the change on the website and spread them out everywhere to anybody who wanted them. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, any of these big companies that have given their money there, it's... Yeah. If now is not the time to stop winning... And then they come out in support of Hamas. Yes. Well, do you want to be connected with that or not, corporate America? Now, on with the countdown. Yep. The Scott Robbins trifecta top three. Two. Uh, New York City is apparently offering plane tickets to illegal immigrants. It's amazing what happens when a liberal is uh, forced to put his money where his mouth is. In this case, it is the mayor of New York, Eric Adams. Uh, He's done, man. He's had enough. So he is ramping up his efforts to fly migrants to the destination of their choice. It's like you've won a game show. <laughs> Holy cow. They had to get away for a while. Now the figure, <laughs> he's figuring, and he might be right here, it's cheaper than keeping them on his end for months. And he's simultaneously warning those that are going to stay in New York, hey, you can stay, but I'm going to tell you what, it gets pretty damn cold sleeping on the streets. You might want to think about getting on a plane and going somewhere warm. Wait, isn't that human trafficking, though? Well, David, Mm. it's necessary at this point in time. Now, a lot of the uh, migrants that are in New York are going, hey, this is pretty cool. They're going to Morocco. Some of them are on their way to Colombia. You know, hey, it's warm. Really? They're taking them up on that? Yeah. I'm thinking New Zealand would be good. Martha's Vineyard's always nice. You know, find a place for them there as well. (sighs) Wow. How about about send them home? I know that's yeah. radical thinking. <laughs> uh, you'd have the left really unhappy. Of course you would. You already got the fighting with the governor there. It's wild. I just man. love the fact you're spit, you know, where do you want to go? We'll ticket you right now. Can't come back. It's a one-way ticket, <laughs> by the way. Well, yeah, that's the whole point, of course. All right, the Scott Robbins trifecta. And finally, yes. one. Number one, the U.S. State Department commemorates a very important day. I didn't know about this one. 
you know, you got Americans held hostage, Hamas, Israel's fighting for their existence, Ukraine fighting Russia. We're overrun by illegal immigrants. But never mind. It's Intersex Awareness Day at the White House. They commemorated this event. I had no idea. I don't even know what intersex was until I read this. I didn't know the day existed either. I think they just created it. State Department announced its uh, recognition. Here we are. So you go to Wikipedia. Intersex Awareness Day is an international day of grassroots action to end shame, secrecy, and unwanted genital cosmetic surgery. And uh, it's uh, internationally observed each October 26th, designed to highlight human rights issues, blah, 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 and on and on it goes. Yeah. Intersex love song. Oh, are you on? I was wondering about Oh, sorry, interstate love song. My bad. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So anyway, just so you know, I don't know if the call mark has a card for that or not, but with everything else going on, the White House did recognize it yesterday. And again, what is intersex, Scott? Uh, intersex is uh, people born with the differences or develop them in childhood, possible differences in genitalia, hormones, internal anatomy, chromosomes, compared to the usual two ways the human bodies develop. Differences in what? It, intersex is actually a, a medical condition. It's it's right. not the same as I mean it gets it's it's been co-opted by yeah, right uh, the, by well, the that's trans the eye on mafia. the LGBTQIA. Right. That's but the eye. They took it. That's actually something where uh you may present physically in one way or both ways because of a genetic abnormality. Okay. So are they Advocating for those people getting more surgery done or just accepting them the way they are? Uh, accepting them the way they are. Okay. I think that was the thing about unwanted, like, genital surgery to try to... Yeah. Unnecessary, yourself, I think, was yeah, the word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get, your, get, your, mm-hmm. uh, get your parts in alignment. Right. Yeah. By the way, that had existed before. Looked it up. That, yes, intersex awareness. That, okay. That was around before. Well, it was uh, recognized by the White House yesterday. Well, Asexual Awareness Week has been this week. I don't know if you knew that. But that's, that's what is asexual now? That is. That's where you're not attracted, attracted to anything, anything, right? Yeah. Right. You're just asexual. Yes. Just trying to keep it all straight. That's... Usually, asexual happens about 15 years into your marriage. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> Or when you turn 30 and you're still playing Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That is a great punchline. Yes. Um, I know that's the trifecta. I don't know if you guys, it's Friday. Are you guys up for a game today? Sure. Sure. Why not? You want one? Yeah, it's Friday. Why not? Okay, let's do this. I feel like, you know, ending on a losing note the week. Yeah. Okay. Well, I figured, dude, you lost this game. We had one earlier this week. First time in a long time. Give you a chance to maybe go into the weekend with a win. Okay. You never know. All right. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, the cities with the worst retail theft was just unveiled. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Um, so David's the current champion. Yep. And he gets to go first. Um, and how many are there here? There's three, four. There's eight. Ooh. So okay. you get points um, anywhere from eight to one. All right. 
and David goes first. I'm going to just guess San Francisco. Definitely there, yes. That was uh, number two, so that would be a seven-pointer for David right on the board. Again, most retail theft. Chicago. Uh, Chicago, well played. Uh, That was third, so a six-pointer for you, Scott. Just one down. Back to David. Uh, Los Angeles. Ooh, buddy. Number one, eight-pointer. And wow. all of a sudden, it's a 7-6 game. Now 15-6, to six, that seems like a really good lead. Really tough to overcome that, Scott. Who you got? Got to go with New York City. New York City is fifth. That would be a four-pointer. So it is 15-10. to 10. And back to David. I'm going to go with my hometown, Houston. Man, oh, man. It's that local knowledge that did you in there. Uh, fourth. And now, mathematically, uh, it's pretty much over. Damn. Yeah. Um, we're also looking for Seattle and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And Oakland. Oh, yeah. On this list of worst retail theft. Yeah. Why is it, you think, uh, some of these big cities? Hmm. Weird. They're, they're very progressive and open-minded and conservatives that are running them right is there really huh yeah tough on crime you say yeah and that is the game huh that was respectable scotty tell you that tried you're still not happy are you well damn even with a valiant effort did a big l again man all right we got to get to a news update and nimrods in the news straight ahead What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, Zip Recruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. 
the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Okay. Jamie Marcus, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. I just see this video of uh, somebody in Denver, uh, one of these uh, dirty little communists out there uh, protesting in favor of Hamas, chanting, okay. uh, uh, like, long live the Intifada, which is a reference to several terrorist attacks against Jews. <laughs> and um, the guy has long hair, has a porn stash. He's wearing a vest that kind of looks like he's a crossing guard. I hope he's not because um, he looks like the kind of guy who's not supposed to be within 2,000 feet of a school. One of the comments that I saw was he looks like Greta Thunberg that (laughs) used the mail filter on Snapchat. There you go. (laughs) That's kind of it. I look at the guy and I'm like, okay, well, if you're calling for Intifada, then why are you in Denver right now? Go fund me. Let's set it up. Let's get in there. Go to Gaza. Go fight with your brothers, right? There you go. That's what you want. Unreal. Well, it's easy to do that in the safety of Denver, Colorado. Right, no exactly. Doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Poser. Uh, I got a piece of audio for you. Anybody see this dude in Australia? He was wing surfing off the coast and a humpback whale. You know, they come up out of the water and yeah. they flop Jeez. back. It ran, it ran right into him. Oh. He thought he was, he's lucky to be alive. There's no doubt about it. And he had a GoPro on. And I know you probably can barely make it out. But then you hear the interview with the uh, news station there right after you hear him kind of get pummeled by the whale. I saw the head come out, then I saw the rest of the body come out, and then I saw the whole thing above me. And at about that stage, I've got to be honest, I thought I was in trouble. And it came down and landed straight on me, and then got caught in my leash and dragged me probably about 20 to 30 foot under. Uh, And I could feel it against my skin the whole time. If it had barnacles, I would have been ripped to pieces because the whale's body was beside me the whole time. To be honest, I thought it was all over. You think he's going to get back out there again? Uh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he said he would, too. And as soon as I'm finished here, I'm, yeah, I'm back out there. So of course you are. Nothing will keep me out of the ocean. No, you get bucked not. off, you get back Who on, would, Scotty. Right? Yeah, why not? not? You know how that works. Didn't die the first time. <laughs> Going to finally get his wave, you know? Right, yeah. Bodie got to go after it, man. Dang. All right, we got to get to Nimrod. Roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. Wow, this is something. Here. This is out of Washington State. Uh, this 48-year-old dude, uh, Jad Shipman. Got arrested. What for? He tried to hire a hooker. No, mm. no. For his miniature horse. Oh, Why? Boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, uh, no. All he right. made the offer on an online forum where people solicit prostitutes. He offered to pay somebody $440 uh, to touch him and his miniature horse. Mm. You're getting it right from the horse's mouth. Okay. Mm. Oh, four hundred forty dollars is very specific, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the going rate. <laughs> I, I thought know. the same thing. Like, really? <laughs> uh, 
We'll touch you 330. Horse and you 440. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if, you book, if you book seven se- uh, sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Price reduced to yeah. 70. And a firefighter in D.C. was fired. Well, there was a call about a woman with chest pain. He stopped at Chick-fil-A before he got there. Said, well, I had already ordered online. <laughs> and that's Nimrod's in the movie.